What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. So I'm super excited to share our guest today. I mean, I have followed her for so long, but I always knew her as the look by Joy. So, you know, a makeup artist, a brow expert, um, the beauty industry, guys, is like a trillion dollar industry. I'm, I, I really think it's recession proof because at the end of the day, um, we had COVID, but we still had brows and we still had lashes, you know, because we had on our mask, but you could see our eyes, right? So I know I was going over there to get the look by Joy, and I'm so excited to share her with you guys. Even though she has an amazing following online, you get to see her traveling the world and living the life she deserves, but there's more to the story, and that's what we're going to get into today. So help me to welcome my guest, Joy Mevin. Welcome, Joy. You look amazing, girl. Thank you, darling. Yes. So I'm excited to have you on because I always know um, behind... All the glory, there's a story, you know? So I want to get into, I've seen you doing it for so long. So you were really an early adapter to entrepreneurship, um, creating your own brands, understanding e-commerce. Girl, how? I mean, it was, it was hard work. It was hard work. Um, When I first started, you know, of course, it was almost ancient ways we used to market and and Mm -hmm. promote ourselves. We used to pass out flyers and cards and word of mouth and really go to networking events but now it's like with social media it's yeah. like you can do it from your phone and and reach hundreds of thousands of people just like mm-hmm. right then so I think that's amazing it's still something I'm learning because um in the era that I grew up with it was so um you know person to person you could really meet re- the people really where they meet, are and okay. you had to really connect with them but now it's like you can kind of you it's almost like you're just sharing with them and mm-hmm. they connect with you in that kind of ways so still kind of learning a mm-hmm. little bit but you know I'm doing my thing with it you know so now okay so we're in today we're in we're in, the, we're in you're in success you're really kind of like Reaping a lot of the yes. um, benefit mm-hmm. of the things you've sown. So take us back. I'm gonna take. So when back. you decided, like, okay, before there was a look by joy, when you was you were coming up with this is what I want to do. This, what were you doing? Where were you? So you know? I actually was in college. So I I was always a makeup girl. Like okay. I always had crazy eyeshadow, crazy lip colors. You know, beauty supply store. I'm I want to go get this and play with this. So I was always that girl. So even in high school, I did my friends' eyebrows. I would mm-hmm. do their hair. I was into doing nails and stuff like that. So I was always a girly girl who wanted to learn how to do those services on herself. You know, right. uh-huh. um, it really wasn't introduced to me like going to get it done as much. It's like really at the house. It's like your, my mom showed me how to paint my nails. Mm-hmm. You know, I wash my own hair. You know. Uh, did my own makeup and stuff like that. So, you know, I made it up. I made it up and my friends liked it. So I started doing theirs too. So you were always a girly girl. Yeah, I was okay. always a girl girl. Even if, even in jeans and baggy jeans and t-shirts, my hair was still done. Nails were still done. Mm. Everything was still done. So how did, when did you realize and how did you realize it was a business that you could actually monetize this? You know, it's crazy because um, growing up, 
it would be con- it would have been considered a hobby. Okay. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I didn't I didn't realize that I could make it into a business. It wasn't mm-hmm. taught to me that, hey, this is what you're doing, you're good at it, you can make it into a business. Right. I just kind of stumbled upon it. Right. So um I was in nursing school. Um I went to Morris Brown and they canceled the nursing program. What? Yes. While you were in undergrad? Right there. Right there. <laughs> You hear? Okay. You paying? You going? Okay. That's canceled. So <laughs> <laughs> get somebody else to do yeah, it. Do something else. Yeah. Find something. This is go through this book. But they um, it was either you change your major or you went to another school. So I was uh going into my junior year. So I was oh, like, wow. yeah, right. Um, so I was going into my junior year. So I ended up transferring. I got accepted to Emory. So you know that was a big deal. You know, yeah. like you going to an Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Um, you're Emory. You know, yeah, you a medical campus. career. Yeah, yeah. oh, a nurse. And nursing was brought to me like, well, you will always have a job. So uh, it, safe. It was a safe thing. So mm-hmm. I really, I liked it. I, I did enjoy biology. So okay. Biology was was good for me. I like I like biology. I like the classes. I like physics and all that. But um, when I got to nursing school and we were doing clinicals, mm-hmm. I, I and I'll be telling everybody to think I'm crazy, but I didn't realize everybody was gonna be sick. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, everybody's sick? They were like, it's a hospital. I'm like, but nobody's just like coming to get a checkup. Like I can't work with them. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Let me find out. You, were, you didn't even know you were a German phone. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, ew. ew. Oh, yeah. And you know, like when you do a clinicals, it's, it is like a clinical. Like they're going to give you the most clinical oh, yes. thing to do. Yes. And you're sitting there, I mean, you packing wounds, you oh, giving God. shots. Like it's, it's crazy. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And even the culture in working in a hospital, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't pleasant to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pleasant to me. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm happy. My name is Joy. So, yes. you know, I'm a happy person. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, da, da, da. Yeah. You know, I'm up at 6 a.m. Like, I'm, I was ready to come to the class. And other kids walking in, like, uh, then the nurses talking to us. they like, this what y'all going to be doing today. I'm like, yeah, I don't and think I want to do this. they not excited about it. <laughs> they weren't, if they weren't excited, I knew. I was like, something's going to have to change. Because I, mm-hmm. I, they ain't excited. I know I ain't going to be excited mm-hmm. down the line. And then when they were sitting and they were, like, just talking about the business of nursing and, you know, working at the hospital. Right. And somebody said, the salary. Now it wasn't this tra- it wasn't this traveling nursing salary they got after COVID and when they needed nurses. Like it was like a you know thirty forty thousand dollars salary and which is fine. But I'm at Emory, so I got some loans and some grants. And but I knew the math. Right. It was not mathing for what I was gonna be stuck with. Oh, you know yeah. I was in I, the business school was next door. And I was at the nursing school, but I didn't have to go to the business school to add that up. Right. And it, right. Didn't, <laughs> and it, didn't, yeah, add, yeah. it didn't add up. So at the end of the semester, the, our teacher, she was like, yeah, um, let's everybody go and register for the next classes. And I just sat there. And she was like, uh, Joy, you can go rest? And no, I ain't coming back. You just knew it. I told her I wasn't coming back. <laughs> I was like, I'm not coming back. And she was like, you have to come back. I was like, I, actually, I don't. I actually, if I if I don't register, I don't come back. <laughs> I do not come it's back. over. It's over. It's over for me. And you know, I had my stethoscope bag, and I had a stethoscope in there. You know, all the other stuff. But I did add some lip gloss in there too. Mm. I had makeup. I had powder. You know, so I was just like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but and I don't know how I'm telling my parents this, but this ain't gonna be it. 
Right. It's, it's not going to be it, it be and you know they weren't really mad. They cuz I went, you know, I went home for the summer and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going back to school." Not the, not to that one. So one of my homegirls, she went to FAMU. Oh, FAMU, yes. yes. So she was like, why don't you just come down here? You can stay with me. Bet. So I had good grades, so I knew I was going to get in. Went down there, stayed. When I say I had the time of my life. I'm sure. It's a time. Baby, yes. I went from Dings List to all fantastic, baby. Like, when I oh, say, wow. I not, and I had no idea you went to fam. Oh, I didn't even put it on my transcript when I transferred back uh, home. I didn't even put Because you know it was back in the day. Yeah. It wasn't digital. So, no. you know, you really yes, had to write it down there. Right. So, if you didn't write it down, it didn't happen. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Only we know about it. It served its purpose. <laughs> yeah, it served uh, It was purpose. a moment. It was yes. a moment. Though. I had the best time ever. So, went down there, had fun. Um came back i was like okay i gotta get my life together right but you know in true college fashion you'd be like i don't want to lose all my credits right of course of course <laughs> so uh when i went down there i went i changed to healthcare management and then when i got back to uh because i wanted to keep some of my my Credit medical before, yeah mm-hmm. so when i got back to atlanta i was just like i'm gonna just do business because i i don't see nothing in the healthcare that i can see myself doing right, right? so um, fast forward, I ended up going to Georgia State and I was working. Um, mm-hmm. I was working at Greenbrier. You don't know this. I was working oh. at Greenbrier at a makeup counter. No. Really, where my counter is today. Uh. Yes. So <laughs> I was working at the makeup counter. Um, and then they end up closing. So I I ended up working at the salon that's in front of the makeup counter. So you know how I was my Mm-hmm. It's, it's a make where well you know I was over one area right first, so it was right there and it's a salon so that was a salon right there where that nail shop is yeah and I ended up working there after the place you know closed mm-hmm. so I worked there um they let me be an apprentice so I got my cosmetology license oh, there okay. so that was dope um I learned about a lot about you know hair makeup and stuff like mm-hmm. that and know so I ended up working with a young lady in as her assistant, and I used to go on set to do um, whatever she had going on. So I was like a true assistant. Like, I and went, how long ago was this? This was so probably like 23, 24 years ago. Oh, wow. Don't add okay. on my age. Don't. No, we're not. We're not. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. but I just want people to know that you were really young and you were, I mean, yeah, but, I was really but you were evolving in that moment, yeah. not necessarily knowing that this is what you were going to do. Right. And be right. doing 20 some odd years later. Yeah. So, like, it was, I was, had to be like 18, 19 years old. Okay. Right. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm working at the salon and somebody brings this magazine to me and it was like, oh, if you ever want to open up a makeup counter, this is how you do it. Right. And it's like that wasn't, that wasn't, it was, <laughs> it was an editorial, like literally happened to be standing there and she showed it to me and I tore it out of the of the magazine. It you just know, resonated then, with you. Yeah, it wasn't no screenshot. No, then. no screenshots. Yeah, no, no, no. So it was like really like you have to tear it out. A tear sheet. It was a tear yeah, sheet. Yeah, it was exactly. a tear sheet. Mm-hmm. So tore it out, um, called the people up. Um, they was tell, tell me how much it costs. They fly you in. You have to, um, what do you have to do? Oh, you audition for the scholarship. Oh, wow. So I did good because I was always good at selling. Yeah. So now I'm at the salon, you know, I'm selling, I'm doing brows. And like, I literally had an eyebrow specialty. Like it was like what I do now. Like I still did some makeup, but you know, getting your makeup done, um, 
as a just a regular person didn't come around to like maybe like 10 years ago. Because, mm. you know, you, I mean, you would get your eyes and you would get some yeah. lip gloss and maybe if you was, you was fancy, you would get a lash. Yeah. But you might, you was, people would still masquerading it out and maybe yeah. some fresh powder. So, did that, um, went in audition, got the scholarship and ended up coming back, opening up my cosmetic counter, which you, which is still there today. Right. Right. So it, but it was crazy because like, um, I would say like maybe like five or six years into it, my homegirl was like, you remember you went to all them schools? And I was like, you know, shut up. You know what? You know, it'd be your own people sometimes. Yes. It'd be your own people. And she was like, you went to all them schools, but. Um, do you feel like you wasted your time? And at first I thought I did because like I'm like five or six years in, so I'm successful then. You know, mm-hmm. you you still feel like you're successful yeah, you successful then. Yeah, right. Right. So um and I and I thought back and I was like, well, it really wasn't it was part of my journey because like I had to source products. I ended up getting into product development. So all the stuff with biology. How did you know to do all of this though? Well, because I I was always inquisitive, and I always said I would continue to learn. Mm. So no Google, no At one no point, Google, no no Google. I mean, you could get on the bus and go to the library and <laughs> do a couple of things, yeah. but. My learning and our learning back then was hair shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, okay. Hair shows and networking events. So mm-hmm. I was always big at going to the hair shows. And even I'm from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I grew up being like a kid model at the Bronner Brothers, Brothers hair show. Okay. So I knew about the industry. Right. I just didn't, I didn't realize I was going to be that much a part of it. Right. So it was like, so I started going to, you know, Hair shows, local hair shows, and hair shows out of state. Then I started going to hair shows out of countries, mm. out of the country, and I started meeting uh, manufacturers and and uh, just you know global vendors and, and stuff like that. So I built up a really good Rolodex. Mm. Um, you know, when people say they have a vendors list. No, I have a real not one that you googled. I have a real <laughs> right list of vendors that I still talk to that I went to their factories that I met. Wow. Yeah, so I have real vendors. I don't. This is nothing that I just copied and pasted mm-hmm. or paid somebody on a yeah clubhouse or somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> send me a just, list. Send me yeah. a list. Let me get your list. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I that was like my education. It still is. I still mm-hmm. try to go to like three or four hair. Show, I mean, three or four sh- shows a year. Whether it's now, it, it doesn't always have to be beauty. Um, it could be real estate. Mm-hmm. It could be. Remember, I went to the podcast yeah, one. So, yeah. Um. So. And, so you're always learning. I'm yeah. always learning. And what I one thing I realized is that everything is transferable. Yeah. Okay. Talk it, on. Talk about that. Everything is transferable. So like I went to. For example, I went to the podcast summit, right? Yeah. And everybody was like, David Shan, shout out to yeah, David Shan. Shout out to, to shout Donnie out to Wiggins. And Donnie. Yeah. So it was it's really cool because um a friend of mine, she has a podcast, Maya. Maya has her uh her own. Oh yeah, podcast. of course. Yeah, yeah Maya Sly, shout out. Um so she was like, she wanted to go just to learn more about podcasts. And I was like, oh, I want to go. But I I was probably the only person in the room who went for another reason. Because mm. I went, of course, I wanted to learn all the social, all the business behind the podcast. But I want to be on podcasts. Okay. So okay. everybody's like, you know, uh, what's the name of your podcast? Don't have one, but I want to be on yours. Okay. Yeah, you know. See that? Okay. So you've always been, a, in, it seems like an 
what do you call it? Uh, ongoing theme is that you've always been very intentional. Kind yeah, of like, intentional. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I can get what I need out of it. Right. Okay. You know, because mm-hmm. even if I would have went to a beauty trade show, they wasn't going to have the same social media training as they would for at the podcast. Like it was more in depth. Yeah. It was even more stuff on how to use camera, which that is transferable to beauty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How to other different platforms, AI, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like all of that is still transferable to beauty. Right. So even if you had a restaurant mm-hmm. and you went to a podcast summit or mm-hmm. a beauty summit, all of the stuff, the business stuff, the networking, everything is still transferable mm-hmm. to your industry. It's all pretty much just business. Right. And I'm I'm and I always tell people, I am a businesswoman. I just mm-hmm. have a net for beauty. Hmm. Okay. You know, so you know how how some people in the beauty industry, this is my craft. This is my car. Yeah. Where is the check? Right. Where is the because <laughs> at the it, it, I don't care if it's music, music business, beauty, beauty business. Yes, it's, it's, it's a business. Yeah. It's all about cash flow, monetization. It, exactly. So what do you think is what do you think the mindset that you have separates you. Cause I'm sure it was other girls, you know, doing makeup 20 years ago or doing brows or doing something. What sets them apart? The ones who have kind of had to dwindle off or still just stay very one-off, like, you know, all of their um, basically trading time for money. They still just one face at a time and, and really haven't been able to scale. What's the difference between that, that person, the mindset of that person and someone like you? Well, Time is money. So if I'm doing your face, even if I'm working for money, people are like, don't trade time for money. You're going to have to at some point. You really got to do it. Mm -hmm. So if my task is, um, is doing your makeup. Mm-hmm. If I take an hour and, fit, and, and 20 minutes on it, then it's not that many people makeup I'm going to be able to do. It's right. like this podcast studio. They rent it out and you come in and you're going to take three hours on one show. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all messing up the money. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right. And it's even... I um, I love that messing up the money. Don't mess up the money. Don't mess up the money. <laughs> so um, even, even in the beauty industry and... Our community struggles with this. We, you know, we got to always have a passion. We got to people now that it's our work. Girl, get to work and get the money and let these people go on about their day. So we, <laughs> that's how we lost. When I was growing up, it was all black nail techs. Like it was nail, it was nail schools. Where they, Where they go? Taking their time doing somebody nails, taking three hours to do somebody nails. And then yeah. all the foreigners come over here and they do get nails in 15 minutes. Like mm-hmm. they don't care. They don't want to. Turning. You want pink, yellow, green, orange? No, we over the time myself. I don't think you should get. It don't matter what you think, girl. Do my nails and come on. Right. And that's how I am. With, I'm, I'm, I'm like that with everything. Like whatever I perfect, mm-hmm. whatever I like to do. Yeah. My goal is to do it faster or do it quicker or do mm-hmm. than anybody else. I yet might, still be efficient. And yeah, mm-hmm. and still be efficient. Mm-hmm. And I might, might not be like the. It might not end up like the Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be. It's gonna be in the um. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna be on the front. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think a lot of people they get into it and they just like, oh, passion this, passion that. Like, where is the check? Right. You know, so where is where, it? Where is the money? 
Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, because you be messing up everybody's money. Not only right. have you messed up your money, but now I'm messing up your money because you got to get to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like now you got me late for the podcast. We don't rent it. Now we got to rent it a little longer. Longer. Spend a little bit more money. Yes. Yeah, it's the same face. She's still cute. Come on, put the lipstick on. Let's go. <laughs> it's a cycle. And it's a cycle. And it just dwindles down. And like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Right. So you taking your time. Mm-hmm. And being in your feelings about this business, it that's what holds you back. Got it. That's what's gonna hold you mm-hmm. back. Like, and I noticed that even um in the beginning, I used to do eyebrows. I was like, I don't care. I was like, it was scissor hand with them with the blade. Like I'm quick. Cause it, it didn't take that long. So if you think about it, back in the day, how much it used to cost for a washing set? $35. About thirty five dollars. Yeah, thirty five dollars. And then, how long would it take them to do a washing set? Depends on who it was. Maybe an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Yeah. You just gave this person thirty five dollars, right? Yeah. For one hour and a half, right. right? It was. It was always no less than ten dollars for me to do your eyebrows, right? Ten. Okay. Do you think I'm gonna take thirty minutes to do this for ten dollars? Right? No, it would take it take me five minutes. I could we could stop at the red light and I could do your eyebrows. Just zoop, 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 zoop. come on, let's go. Like so, I was like, oh, this come this when I start at a 10, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, You know the song? Mm-hmm. I see how you say the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, like you think I'm gonna take the an hour and a half to get to thirty five dollars? Right. That's why I never really got in the hair. Okay. I'm I'm hearing you mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know how sometimes that we're we're something and it's like just a part of us and we kind of like take it for granted, thinking everybody thinks like that. Okay. So come outside of who you are and who you know yourself to be. And do you notice that the traits that you have as a businesswoman, what are those things that people can kind of like apply? that to themselves and what they're doing, they can kind of just keep them from being that person that's kind of dragging and not really building their business and just be gone in two years. Because it seems like you were able to notice like, okay, we got to have volume. We got to have cash flow. It's about, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. how, especially when people are doing service based industries, you know what I'm saying? Like hair and everything. And I I guess because me, I, I don't get me wrong. I love doing eyebrows. Like it's it's relaxing. It's actually soothing to me. Right. Like I, I really like doing it. I do like doing lashes, doing facing faces. But I like making money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if if brows don't they ever stop making money, and you like you said earlier, it is recession proof. Beauty mm-hmm. and alcohol is recession proof. Absolutely. You are gonna get drunk and you are gonna be cute. Okay. <laughs> it don't matter what's yeah, going on. Yeah, that's gonna help you get through it. Yeah, it's gonna absolutely. Help you, help mm-hmm. you get through it. But I, you know. People, they don't look at it. It's like they, if they're artists and, mm-hmm. you know, they're not managed. So everybody wants to get out here and not be managed and be their own boss. But you can't manage your time. Right. And you and even now, a days, like the mall used to be open from 10 to 9. Mm-hmm. The mall is open from 11 to 7. Yeah. So that means if I have you come to work, you really, oh, days work, you really might be only working six hours fully mm-hmm. because you're going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> why is that? O- why is that okay? <laughs> and like, it's, it's, let me in disclaimer. It is not okay. If you late, if you got an excuse, just because you have an excuse, don't make, don't make it, it okay. okay. You still late. You right. know what I'm saying? Time is money. Yes. Yeah, t- time is money. So I think I respect that. So you, 
You're going back to the days. You're going to be late. You 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 probably ain't ate breakfast, so now you got to go get something to eat real quick. You got to go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, you need to check Instagram for a couple of seconds. <laughs> but not respecting the fact that you don't have but so much time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that is relative to any That's industry. That's relative to any industry. Even Walmart, they still be open 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, then everybody's slacking. So now they talking about they closing at 9? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. now I got to rush to Walmart, too? Everywhere. And you know what I'm saying? And it trickles down because me, like, of course, you know, me, I, time is money. I get something now I'm recognizing. Yeah. And that was, that's like a luxury that I would lose because then I could stay late to work and then still have time to be leisure at Walmart mm-hmm. at 1130 at night, get my groceries, get ready for the next day. Right. But now I'm trying to rush out to get to Walmart or Target or wherever I need to go because they about to close too. Wow. So yeah, so that that same twenty four hours that Barack and everybody spoke about that day, it ain't you got to take away about eight of them for sleep. <laughs> you <laughs> scrolling and taking a whole extra hour to get out of the bed, right? So you're really working with a good window of eight hours in within that twenty four hours to really make an impact. Really six. Well, yeah, and yeah. It, it, really on the average. Tra- I'm um, in a city like Atlanta or LA or wherever the traffic. Alone. The traffic, but if you're not really a person that's preparing like to like you said used to prepare yourself like if you just a oh, daily person that just yeah. i'm gonna just get ready and go today like me i'm the type of person like uh, I'm, I'm meal prepping like mm. at least at least three or four days i got my meals prepped out so i know what i'm gonna eat today and tomorrow then i i got the other stuff already thawing out for you know so is that a part of your pr- process to really manage your time effectively? i guess it's very like you pulling it out of me so i guess it is like yeah. i'm real big on like do not waste my time like i enjoy my time right i be having a good so time. maybe that's one of the big parts that's a gem right there because mm. one of the big parts probably sets you apart from other counterparts who may be amazing beauty industry people or entrepreneurs or businessmen and businesswomen but they don't manage their time properly they don't like you know if you come it, anytime you know i'm at work if you know i'm coming it don't matter if 10 people waiting you know i'm still gonna get you out Mm. So not only do you manage time properly, but you're also mindful of other people's time. Yeah. Time. How okay. much y'all sitting there looking at me? And <laughs> if you sitting there looking at me, you still got the money in your pocket. Right. And that money can easily walk away. That money can walk away. And I've seen that happen in business, especially small businesses. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you're not mindful of how important is customer service? Yeah, it, it's it's not important no more, honey. It's uh, always I think the per the person working is always right now, not the customer. No, not at all. Based on what I see on, <laughs> on Dog on Reels and Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like they be It's not your pleasure, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your pleasure. It's not your pleasure. Mm-mm. It uh, is not your pleasure. Uh-uh. Get this stuff and get out of here. Yeah, that's what they that's like, how they that's how they treat that's you. That's how they treat you now. Like, but if you if you guys if people will understand, if you still be nice to people, yeah. all you got to be nice do is be nice because a you're a service provider first, b you're a counselor second. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people not coming just because you can do their makeup good. Like if the vibes ain't right, and I had a horrible day at work, I had a horrible day at traffic. You think I want you to come treat me bad and pay you? Mm-mm. 
Yeah. No. And you're sacrificing my energy. You're switching up yeah, my energy. Yeah, you're switching on me. it up. Like yeah. I was I was halfway sad. Now I'm all the way sad. Thanks. Like now <laughs> you walk over here. We coming over here. I got some music playing. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. What we doing? What we going? How the kids? Come on, sit them down. Mm-hmm. I think a lot more people should be like that. And we probably have a lot more, a lot less anxiety because I'm already fighting through traffic. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with this, people doing that. The world is all topsy turvy. Then I got to deal with you and your attitude. Yeah. Like nobody got time for that. And I think if people take in accountability that you get to go to work, people, it's this whole movement of, oh, I got to go to work now. You know, that's a blessing. Right. Everybody don't have nowhere to go. Yeah. Some people don't have that. Yeah. I got to go to work. No, if you chain it to, I get to go. I get to do this. Like everywhere I used to work as a, as a teenager, like I got to learn, like Mm -hmm. I got to work at Foot Locker. I know how to make pizzas. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it was, I still had a good time. I got to meet people. You know what I'm saying? Gratitude. That sounds like gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, You just, I got to go to this job today. You talking about the people that pay you? <laughs> right. Like you, it's not volunteer. Right. It's not volunteer. You're not doing these people favors. Favors are free. Yes. You can stay home. You can stay home. That's mm-hmm. what I tell people. If you don't, don't want to be here, stay home. No. Because you're, you're going to mess up my energy and my clients' energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so now, what is a day in the life like for such a busy entrepreneur such as yourself? So, you know. A typical I, day. A typical day, you know, um, you know, since COVID, of course, we're only open four days a week. Um, so that's a blessing for me. And and I'm enjoying my three days. You know, the time is cut down, you know, even though and, and what I love about it is like my clients shifted. They was like, okay, we're gonna come them days. I was like, oh great, bad. So that I guess that's why I'm even more happy. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I always tell people about like my typical day. Mm-hmm is I get up thinking about the the fun stuff that I'm about to mm-hmm. do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I get up thinking that, oh, when I leave work, I'm going to the gym and I get a chance to work out and get in the spa and it's going to mm-hmm. be some fine dudes in there. I'm going to speak to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I get up thinking about, ooh, I'm going to meet my homegirls for a uh, happy hour after I leave work. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I actually get up to get the outfits ready for after work. Oh. As opposed to just for work. Right. So that's one. Then I get up and I say, oh, I get to talk to see my clients. They're going to be happy to see me. They already going to be happy to see me. I'm happy to see them too. Right. So a typical day for me is, you know, I'm getting up. I'm eating my breakfast. I'm always taking my lunch because one thing is I hate to stop in the middle of the day to go look for something to eat. Yeah. But you know, by the time you get ready to look for something to eat, you're already hungry. Yes, so you always. Know, so it's going to might be a bad choice. Yeah. Like, yeah, like so yeah. I already have my lunch with me. So if it's a work day, that's what I'm doing. I'm um. Um, if I'm physically going to work, if it's not, if it's an off day, I'm definitely doing some marketing, mm. some social stuff, yeah. some researches, or, I, you know, I'm out. Weezy out of here. You know, right. I like to travel. So Nice. Okay. So let's get into Joy Mebbin, the personal story. So just share with us, like, what inspires you? Like, do you think you're living in purpose right now? Are you just satisfied with what the life you've built for yourself? And, and still building for yourself? You know what? I am in, I am enjoying it. Like I, I have to honestly say I am in a happy space. Like you look like it. I look like it. Mm-hmm. Is, can you tell? You do. You're giving happy. I give it. Yeah. I'm giving joy. Yes. You give joy. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying life. You know, no mm-hmm. pun intended. Like I really am enjoying life. Like I, you know, I have freedom. I have time. I have friends. Um, 
I think COVID was the one of the best things that happened to me mm-hmm. um, because I was so, when I say the grind, I really, you know, I you do have to grind, right. but I really didn't understand when it was going to ever stop. So I think if COVID <laughs> would have never stopped me, I would have still been just out. Going. Just going, just going. And, you know, besides, of course, the, you know, some of the stuff that happened during COVID. Yeah. Um, I had a good time. So the day they announced that it was going to shut the world down, mm-hmm. I went to my mom's house and I was jumping up and down. She what? said, <laughs> that's what she said. She said, you got to be retarded. They are closing down the world due to a global pandemic. Right. And you are happy about it. I said, I get a break. Come on here. It took that for you to get a break. Isn't I that said, I getting a break. I ain't got to be nowhere. I don't have to deal with these people, kids. <laughs> I don't have to deal with mad clients. Uh, just, I can just relax. Mm-hmm. And then I took a nap. A whole nap. Yep. And then when they was like, they weren't going to open up for two weeks, a month. Mm-hmm. I got the, you know, I got, my, my mom, you know, my mom worked with me for yeah. mm-hmm. forever, like 10 years. And she's gone. Yeah. She's just chilling. She's like, after COVID, she was like, yeah, you got it. Weezy out here. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it, that was good because she used to work in, in the school care system. Yeah. And after work, she would get out of work and still come help me at my store. Oh, wow. So, you know, one day she was just like, um, after my dad passed, mm-hmm. she was like, I don't want to go back to work. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, just come help me at the shop. Hmm. And she did. She had her own clientele. Like, it was all the mall walkers that were the old people. The old oh, work. you know what I mean? She was, yeah. Jay was, excuse me, where's Rosetta? Because you little young, young girls don't know what y'all doing. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> you're like what is happening right yes. so um during covid me and my mom i mean like we got to do like mother daughter mm-hmm. stuff as adults like we got to go to the farmer's market oh, nice. you know what i'm saying we got to cook we was you know just chill outside mm-hmm. um you know i was with my sister her kids my friends uh we had tailgates because you know all the the restaurants wouldn't let you in, but you could buy stuff and be outside. Right. <laughs> so we would bag our cars up and mm. we have us a tailgate and somebody bring some music. Okay. And we just have a party in the parking lot. Like I don't even know. I think I'm working to get that freedom back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that was so much, it was so free. Like I didn't, I didn't care that people say, like, you gonna go travel? First of all, the flights are cheap. Secondly, if yeah, I'm I travel, yeah, too. I, I travel. I was like, if I'm gonna get COVID, it's gonna mm-hmm. be on the beach. It ain't gonna be at Walmart. Period. Like that's not yeah. gonna be my story. Yeah, I went absolutely. to Target and got sick. No, I was on the beach. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then I got sick, and that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, I, that's better than just what yeah. running, down, running over, like you said, running over to the store and just like. I'm sick yeah. at home and no. Yeah, no. But the I, process is much better looking at the ocean. It, 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 <laughs> right. But I mean, it was cool. Like I um I enjoy, it was it was cool. And then easing back into the world, because mm-hmm. I had to ease back into it too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna see if some of these clients wanna come. And mm-hmm. so we sent out a text message and they start booking. I was like, oh Jesus Lord, no, cut it off, cut it off, Jesus Lord, no. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. But I eased back into it. Um, so one thing 
one thing that I'll share that I did wrong yeah. during COVID. So every day, every day, well, I did this right. Mm-hmm. Every day during COVID, I did my makeup online. I sent out emails. So I was shipping out stuff and, you oh, know. Okay, so you were building content too. Yeah. A lot of content came. A lot of Boy, content. Yeah. Um, Just, you know, really connecting with my audience. Where I messed up is when the world opened up, I went back into the world. I should have focused back on, stayed focused on my online stuff, which I still have it. Right. But I didn't nurture it as much when I started back getting into with my clients. like I'm outside. Yeah, like. You're back outside. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. back outside. So I'm back at the store. I'm back at the shop all day. So mm-hmm. I really wasn't turning on my camera. So that's one of the things that I'm going back to mm-hmm. is doing my content more, mm-hmm. like making that a priority. Like mm-hmm. turn even if I'm at the shop, just turning on my camera, mm-hmm. getting feedback of what my clients want to see me do. Right. Uh, and stuff like that. And still connecting with them because it's it's easy to connect with you yeah, face to face. And now we've already made a connection. Yeah. I want to stay there. Connected. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. I want to stay connected with you. Like yeah. you you might not see me for a week or two weeks. I want you to be able to come online or uh, you know, see what's still going on with me and still mm-hmm. connect with me. Like I'm, we brow besties now. Like yeah, of course. So I want <laughs> to continue to be brow besties. Yeah, that that's very important that you say that, and I I really want to kind of just really drill down on that. How important it is to stay engaged. Like you don't need the world. Like you don't need the world to be a millionaire. You don't need the world to make an impact. You don't need the world. What you do need is to nurture the people that you do have, especially as yep. a, I don't care if you're an influencer, you're a business owner, I don't care if you're the pastor of a church, the people that you have, you need to continue to feed into them. Mm-hmm. So, so how can, how can you tell, how can you tell someone else, someone else that's, you know, doing that, building their audience or have a, an audience already, emerging audience, how can they stay connected with them? How can they continue to sow into those people? They have a 20 years from now, they can say, well, I've been doing this, it's been consistent and my people love me. You um, you just do it. You don't overthink it. You just do it. And so I think the problem is we get so caught up in, oh, should I do it like this on Instagram? Or should I do it like this on TikTok? Or should I do um this, this, and this? And we, okay, I got to have this camera. I don't, you know, because you'll go to somewhere and somebody have a whole studio like this and you'd be like, I need four mics. I need two assistants. Overthinking it? <laughs> yeah, I need, a, I need, we need three tripods to hold the cameras. You know what I'm saying? Before you just need your phone. That's it. Just start with that. Mm-hmm. And, most people, that's what they want to see anyway, the footage from your phone. So that way you can be relatable. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Because they're like, oh, I got a phone too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send her something and she'll post my stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think you just got to just do it every day. You just got to show up every day. I know it sounds cliche, but you really, really, really have to show up every day. Like, don't give them a reason to go see somebody else. Don't right. Come see me. Yeah, because I keep showing up and you ain't showing me nothing. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm gonna be go and see what Joy doing. Yeah, Joy, yeah. Joy showing up. Yeah, like if, even if it's just a picture with a caption, even if it's just you know a product, a throwback Thursday, uh, the Women's Quest Wednesday, whatever the flashback, whatever it is, just show up and people connect to it. Right. And that, and I like now that people are connected. You just being yourself, you know, because back in the day you had to you had to really. 
you had you had to be on TV for first because there wasn't <laughs> no phones. But you it, it was a whole production. Yeah. Now it's right now it's just on your phone. Absolutely. You Being just creative. Sure. Just I mean, and they're giving us every tool in the world. When I say they giving you every, every tool, tool. Yeah, and Apple no excuses. Don't, Apple don't care. They like y'all want mics? Good. We gonna get extra mics. Y'all need three cameras? Good. We gonna put three of them on the back of the phone. Right. Like, like exactly. Ready? Oh, you want editing apps? Okay, CapCut. I yeah, mean, like just, apps <laughs> after apps after apps. I mean, it's just it's becoming like now it's just a no excuse zone it's a, it's no, a no excuse zone and i just think mm-hmm. the problem is they, they remember when i said those people got those excuses and they think they just they got it yeah. that because they got an excuse that it's okay yeah it's still not okay it's still not okay it ain't okay when you're late it ain't okay when you're doing the work mm-hmm. it ain't okay when you're trying to get the money you we don't want these excuses we right. need you to execute and execute do it. I, don't do even, it. I don't even i have a little thing like Try when I said I have to roll it back, the entire conversation start over, cut, start over. Now I'm not trying to do nothing. My time is too valuable to be trying to trying. do anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. like oh, I try. Mm-mm. I let people where I do. I this I do. Like okay, what happened? Okay, go ahead and write it down. Here's a piece of paper. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Step whatever happened. Right. And then they say, okay, I'm finished writing it. And I'm like, you can keep it. <laughs> you want me keep it for myself? They your excuses. I don't need it. right. I don't. I, so I whatever up. your excuses are, write them down. Right. Look at read them. Cause coming out, they probably sound stupid to you if you read them. If you actually look and read yeah. them, read them aloud. I say that a lot with my mentor, like the the young ladies and men. I'm uh, mm-hmm. mentee. They're my yeah. mentees. I tell them the same thing. I say I don't answer their questions sometimes, and I am a big big proponent of over communicating. Ask questions so you understand. But if it's something we've gone over over, uh, you gonna answer that. Mm-mm. Say it out loud. Like you just said, say it out loud. Do you really need me to answer that? Oh, okay, you're right. Okay, now I feel like you're wasting my time again. Don't ask me questions you already have the answer to. You know, Mm -hmm. but it takes some people to just kind of, they got to see themselves in situations. Yeah. So what's next for you? Because we could talk for days, girl. I know. know, know, We could be talking for days anyway. Um, For me, um, next, I'm definitely, like I said, I'm definitely focused on my social. Mm -hmm. Definitely focusing on building my community. I'm excited because I'm going to be on this season's uh, Bravo Below Deck. Oh, what? Yeah, Very nice. So that is... um, I guess if I had like a dream space, you know, Uh it was definitely in the luxury travel. Yes. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes. (laughs) So luxury. So when I when I got the call to do that, um, I was like, oh, yeah, luxury. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Luxury travel. But that's what I like to do. So that's like the other side of me, like me traveling the world, me traveling, going different places, seeing how Mm -hmm. other people do businesses, Mm -hmm. seeing how other people live and make it and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be a great part of my next chapter Mm -hmm. is just incorporating the business of travel and how it works with, you know, your self-care, building my products. You know, I, I went to um, fashion show maybe like 10 years, uh, fashion week, 10 Uh years ago. And we, I went with BCBG and the whole, her whole collection was dedicated to her and her husband traveling, and she showed pieces of clothing that represented different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck with me. I was like, oh, I get it now. Because she's like, this dress was from, you know, Santorini, and now it's a Santorini blue dress. And you can see it now, like, yeah, I want to be <laughs> in Santorini with that yes, dress on. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I think traveling is it. Um, I'm definitely still 
still focused on, of course, my beauty products. I'm going to do mm-hmm. more training. Uh, I want to start franchising my business. Nice. Um, so that's next on the list for me. So, yeah, just focuses on traveling, focusing on um, building and growing my business, and mm-hmm. then investing. That's it. So I can just sit down and have my free time. Passive income. Just Work when you feel like just it. Just yeah. Not because you have to. Because yeah. you love it. You still love I it. Like I love it. what I do. You love what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, my God, I got to do this. Right. No, I enjoy I doing to. it. But I do it when I feel like it. Yeah. But I mean, I like, I always like it now, but if something fun come up, I want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to be tied to it. Yeah. Because if, you know, the Maldives or something's calling my name. Right. I got to go. Why would I not? <laughs> why would the Maldives, first of all, not be calling my name? Right. And then secondly, why would I ignore it? Right. Like, right. That's right, rude. Right. That's that rude. is so rude. That oh is so God. We were so close. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So now let's close this out with close something. Out. I think you have something that you can pour into our listeners. What are about... Drop some gems. Just get some things for, you know, some takeaways. For some the takeaways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite takeaway or gem or whatever people call it um, is uh, with products. So I'm real big into product. Mm-hmm. I've done product development for other people. I've consulted with them. You know, of course, I source products. Mm-hmm. I've been, I have the biggest list ever. Um yeah. Products is always good. So I tell people, especially if they're in the service industry, make sure you have a product. You know, because okay. um, you're going to get tired of doing whatever service it is mm-hmm. that day, one time. And it it is so, 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 it feels so good when the order just comes over and you hadn't done anything that day. Right. On the day that you close or on the day you're on vacation. Yeah. So I always tell people to have a product. If you're a hairstylist, buy a comb. Get some comb. Like... You see restaurants now, they selling the sauce. The secret right, sauce. They ain't exactly. even no secret no, no more. secret no more. The secret is $9.99. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Get this barbecue sauce. Right. Oh, um, yeah. And that's one of the things that I always had. I always had products to sell. So even when I worked yeah. at the at the the um the salon, mm-hmm. it was a beauty supply store in the mall. I used to go down to the beauty supply store, buy all the products that I used on my clients and sell it to them. So they'd be like, um, that's, that's, I was like, so would you like to get this right here, the pencil and the highlighter? And they'd be like, um, that's at the um, beauty spot store for a uh, dollar. I was like, okay, we'll just go on down there and get it. Go get it. Exactly. And they'd be like, they don't have it down there. I'm like, okay, so for $6. <laughs> I got your bright powder in my yeah, purse right exactly. now. Exactly. Yes. yes. So that was before I even started creating my yeah. own stuff. So like the I, white labeling. Yeah. I um actually created that one. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because of, you know, the artists need certain things mm-hmm. to happen. So I, that's why I was custom. So, but yeah, even if you white label something. Just have something because the people don't have to go somewhere to get right. the shampoo. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't have to go somewhere to get the brush. Get, get it from you. you. Right. And get we get sewings. Why would why you don't have hair? What? If you're doing sewings, why don't you have hair in it? At least at least a needle and thread. Something. Some some glue. You doing braids? Why you no braids? Some some, some some edge, some something. Some. Right. They gotta exactly. go somewhere to get it. Exactly. So that's one of my biggest gems is yeah. To always have a product. Um, two, I would say keep educating yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like think a lot of people get stuck and they think that they know it all. Yeah. Like I'll take somebody else's brow class. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's some one thing that they do that I might not have ever thought to do. Mm-hmm. And if I keep being in my same circle doing the same thing over and over again, right. I'm going to get left behind. So mm-hmm. I want to know what, you know, what they're doing. Right. You know, so like even... Me, I've done brows for over 20 years. When we first started doing brows, we did highlight with gold and silver. 
I don't know if you remember it was long. Yeah. <laughs> the gold and silver highlight. Y'all remember yeah. that? But now it's like the concealer. Now it's a certain way you blend it. So you have to, you know, evolve mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. You know? Are you going to get left behind? You're going to get left all the way behind. Okay. And then in, in industries, they change every two to three years. Absolutely. All it, of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Like now everybody wants vegan burgers. Like who would have thought people wanted burgers with no meat? Right. <laughs> Ain't that a purpose of a burger? <laughs> to right. some people. You to know, some... a burger is a burger. But right. No. But if you not. You adjust. A, a, yeah. You have yeah. to adjust. Even, Even Burger King was like, we're going to get one too. Absolutely. You have to grow or you die. Yeah, exactly. Period. So with yeah. every the medicine's getting better. Look at those Zenthic yeah. flying, <laughs> flying off the shelf. Right. Yeah, it's just like everything evolves. Everything evolves. You got to evolve. Or it becomes it. extinct. Mm-hmm. The story of blockbuster. The story of blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix was coming. They tried to they, tell you. They tried you to tell listen. you. You ain't want to. You ain't want to sell it. Right. I saw. Um, whose story did I just watch? Um. Uh, Amazon story, yeah, and you know, he, you know, he started off selling books, yes, and he went to Barnes and Noble. The owner was like, you know, um, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. This mm-hmm. is my tech company. The, you know, the guy basically was like, "What are you doing? Is stupid. You're not going to be the biggest bookstore. Yeah. I'm the biggest bookstore. Yeah, store. people love physical books. Yeah, until Amazon going came into the bookstore, yeah, and started selling books and became the biggest books. Then Amazon exactly. like, we're gonna put everything on here. We're gonna put books, microphone, seats, chairs, pillows, everything up. in here. Everything can be except on here. us. Is it? And they would do that in a minute with AI. <laughs> That'll be at Amazon too. <laughs> Girl, in fifteen minutes. Yes. By the time I get to the car, they're gonna be like, "Hey, all this, everything's closed down. No, no people are in here." <laughs> Period. 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 Oh my God. Well, this has been an amazing conversation, thank which you, I you. knew it would be. <laughs> and we will definitely have you back because I want to do some more um, things in the space of education. Okay. And I love what you have done with your brand. And I want to really applaud you for what um for what you're doing with the look by joy. Yeah. The lifestyle. It's Joy Mebbin lifestyle at this point because it's way it's the lifestyle. Like the browser, everything, but it's not just that. It's a yeah, lifestyle. I love the travel you're doing and tell the people how they can keep up with you because I'm telling you, I'm inspired every time when I see you on some <laughs> island, on some flight, <laughs> in Delta you? One, honey. I, <laughs> I just got back yesterday. I, I said, Oh, I got the I got the interview. I can't stay no more. I can't stay no more. I gotta go. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta go. I know, I love it. But if you want to find me, um, all social media handles, the look by joy, and that's J-O-I. That's all of my business stuff. And then if you want to follow me personally, it's Joy Mebbin. So it's J-O-I-M-E-B-A-N-E. So just follow me, tap in, send me a DM. Let me know what you like, what you mm-hmm. want to see from me. I'm just here. I want to inspire, create, um, give y'all some more gems. Yeah, have me back. Have me back. Oh, absolutely. And that brow powder will change your life. Mm-hmm. But um, this has been another episode of Just Free with April Love. And I am full of joy. Thank you for bringing <laughs> it to the set today. And tune in with us. Subscribe, like, tap in, share on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Google Play, wherever you like, and YouTube. And we will see you next time. Make sure you tap in with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, theaskaprillovebrand.com.